Yeah. Bringing it back for you a little bit over here. All right. We are live. We are back in action talking NFL football with week 14 finished. The number of playoff contenders has diminished. The first three quarters of the season are done, and it's time to hit the stretch run into the postseason. And nobody does it like the third and three podcast with Tricky Nicky Gist, the real deal, Damian Adams, and myself, the sports prophet, Jason Fearman, coming to you. The show is proudly presented by the Sports Column in conjunction with our website, third and three podcast.com where you can get all our latest articles weekly picks fantasy picks and of course all our podcasts here are my home girl and my brother nikki and damien nikki what's good girl what's good how are you guys i'm feeling good what a week what a week we had in the nfl And it's getting worse, but oh my god, with all this COVID stuff, it's uh, it's really hitting big time, man. Like ninety players, Damien, or something like that. Uh, it's like the recent number I heard somewhere around there. Jeez, man. Yeah, no, it's a shame that's happening. Uh, one good thing about it is that it's reminding people that we are still in a pandemic. Yeah, I think yeah. it hits people a little more harder when they see stuff like this happening in sports. It's like, oh, it's, it's still happening. It's still real. It still should be following all the protocol they put in place uh, half of the stuff is stuff you should be doing anyway like washing your hands thoroughly <laughs> yeah when you, you leave know, the bathroom like nikki said only 23 percent of people wash their hands or something like that Come on. oh my god look at the knowledge carried over yeah. from a year ago it, it works it it's works true. it happens it's very it true, works so. babe. I think that's how I started, man. Only 23% of people washing their hands. So no telling what, what started with that. So I'm saying, yeah. man. Saying. Yep. We got to be careful. We really do. No joke. Got to be careful. Guys are still out there. New variants and everything like that. So, I mean, I got a friend who just got a boost, who had his booster shot, and he still got COVID. So you can still get it no matter what. It's just, I mean, damn. This thing's going to be around for a while, but I don't want to talk about that. That's too fucking depressing right now. I don't want to get into no that. No COVID talk. Well, we got to talk about it a little bit because it's affecting games. But it hi, is. Mom. Mom's it is. in the, yep. the chat. Hi, Mom. What app? Got to use a lifeline today, Ma, so please be ready for me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. First of all, let's just get our records out of the way. Last week, all right, Nikki, good job on picking the Rams on Monday Night Football, by the way. Excellent. Um, I did go 11 and three. I did win this week. Ooh. We, yep, I had a good week. Uh, we all triple locked. I want to put that in there. Nikki, nine and five, D, an off week for you, seven and seven. It happens, whatever. Still, not a losing, not a losing. Uh, uh, yeah, I think outside of week nine was a crazy upset week. I think this is the my worst week outside of that one. It happens, man. Yeah, it's the freaking NFL. That's why we have to pick weird upsets sometimes because we don't know what the hell's going to go on. So I got lucky with a few of them. That's probably why I won. That was it. So, yeah, but we all triple lock. So that's good. We had that. And that's the first time in like about five fucking weeks that time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good news right there. But, um, yeah, let's get into what we took away from week 14 in our ranting recap over here. Damien, take it away, man. So my first or my only big takeaway is that the NFL needs coffee. So, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, like, the first, I guess it was seven games are on in the first slot in that, that first afternoon game. Yeah. What we had, honestly, it should have been seven non-good games, but then we had two teams come back and make it a game when it shouldn't have been. Sure. But I don't know what happened. 
what those teams, if they did, they needed coffee, they didn't get it, what exactly <laughs> happened. But those games in the morning were some boo-boo. <laughs> but good, good, good thing we got some good afternoon games after that because, yeah, those morning games were horrible. And it's been kind of a theme lately of not getting that many good games. Usually we'll get like one, maybe two really good games to talk about. But the rest of it is just the storylines. We haven't truly had like great games. Even the close games haven't been good. Like a couple of weeks ago, Ravens, Browns was close, but it wasn't really good. Mm-hmm. Like you get, we haven't had those good games to really point to. I don't know if that's what a, a sign of it is because it seems like there's a lot of parody, but the parody doesn't seem to come together at the right time for us to get great games like we should with a level of parody that we have. Yeah, man, that's definitely an interesting takeaway, though, right there. And I don't know what's going on with the early games, too. You're right. I mean, definitely seems like four o'clock games are better. And sometimes they do that schedule wise. But still, we're talking NFL teams and Nikki, they should be, you know, pounding it out. Be ready. One o'clock Eastern, whatever it is. Let's go play some football. Yeah, some of them are really rough. And I'll take like to the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. And then they all just like wake up and decide they want to play a game. So, yeah. Yeah, the four o'clock games have definitely been the better slate, I would say. They have been. And, you know, Damien, you alluded to parity. So I'm going to jump in over here with my takeaway, which kind of goes along with what you're saying. I can see a lot of teams that can actually win the Super Bowl right now. I mean, like the Bucs, they can win in a shootout and their defense shows up, you know, kind of sporadically, but they're getting better on defense. The Chiefs, we know they can do it. They found their defense. They got a big Thursday night matchup against the Chargers we'll talk about later. Their offense can still get scary. The Packers can definitely win it. They're going to be getting healthier, getting uh, Bakhtiari and Zadarius Smith back, two top players, um, and they're already great. I still believe that the Titans are going to be a contender if Derrick Henry comes back. The Bills, despite their shortcomings recently, I still think are an intact team that can make a run. Um, the Cardinals, I don't know, the Rams, the Cowboys, the Patriots, maybe the Colts. I don't know. There's, to me, guys, there's a lot of teams that go win the Super Bowl this year, so I wouldn't be shocked to see – something weird, uh, you know, come February, especially with all this COVID stuff going on and how it's going to affect the playoffs, Steve. Yeah, no, that definitely, it goes hand in hand with my point. You know, my point's a little more weird, but (laughs) as far as the parity in the league, the reason you have such a long list of teams you believe could win the Super Bowl is that we haven't seen one team or even two kind of separate themselves. Usually you'll have a team or two that'll separate themselves and show consistency. And the reason we're getting these whacked out games where we're not getting any good games until the afternoon slot is because of lack of consistency. Like you usually expect, you know, a team to be good. They'll do two good weeks. And then that game when you expect them to play against another good team, they get blown out. Uh, Mm. So it's a league right now where you really have no idea. Do you think it's better to have it like this where it's a wide open league and you have no idea? Or is it better to have like one or two teams that everybody's kind of gunning for? And those guys become the villains. Like, which one do you prefer more? Nikki, I prefer a pe- I prefer parity. I prefer not knowing. Let it be open. Let there be more teams that are in it that, you know, again, can make a run. And, again, I see a lot of teams, Nikki, this year that can do it. So I would go um, with, you know, not just having, you know, two top teams where a lot of people, look at Nikki, are putting the Chiefs and the Packers in the Super Bowl already. But th- that doesn't have to happen. Tampa went into Green Bay last year and beat them. Yeah, I'm all for the chaos. I love it. it. It's been a big discussion in the NBA this year. Like this for the first time in a long time, the NBA is that way where we don't have a definitive favorite really this year. And people are like, is it better to have that 
Miami Heat when LeBron was there or the Golden State Warriors during their run? Is it better to have that team to aim for or is it better just to have this parity? Uh, so it's, it's weird that we're seeing it in both our big leagues right now. That, you know, that is, I mean, interesting to say because it is kind of nice to have a Goliath in the league that everybody wants to take down. So I can see that standpoint, guys. I can definitely understand that. Like, you know, the Miami Heat, of course, making their four-year run, winning two uh, championships. So, yeah, I, I get that part of it, like the Patriots were for, you know, 20 years. But, yeah. uh, no, I like it when it's more jumbled and scrambled, definitely. Yeah. No, it's just it's interesting one because it seems like people love to have that team they hate. You know what I mean? That's true. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Like the Pats, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Just like them. I mean, if you didn't live in New England, everybody hated Patriots for the most part, especially yeah. Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of Nikki, what's our takeaway from this week? Okay. I'm I'm really not trying to be a hater, so don't take it that way. Uh-oh. But but Uh-oh. I would say the current state of the Cowboys, their offense, I do not think they can contend with the rest of the NFC East. Like, I just don't think they are there. And I say that because, all right, their run game, okay, not really explosive. Um, I feel like we have watched them for about four or five weeks, and they can't quite get into a rhythm. And I did say they would probably fall apart around Thanksgiving-ish. They (laughs) started falling apart a little bit. But I just think their current state, I I don't think they can contend, and I – no, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd have them. I don't think they'd be in my top 10 right now. Really? Okay. That's interesting. I mean, um, you know, it's not like they have a whole bunch of great wins on their schedule. So I get what she's saying. The, um, yeah, look, I, I do wonder, like, the offense, I mean, yeah, they put up 27 points on Washington. So, I mean, that's really not the greatest thing in the world. And they had a lot of defensive plays that made that happen. So, yeah. especially Micah Parsons. So, again, I told you guys in week three, he's going to be the defensive player of the year. This guy's freaking nuts. He's but amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's defense. But, D, what do you th- – I don't know what it is with the Cowboys' offense. I mean, I would say maybe the lack of the running game or the lack of them even attempting the running game more. Because I can remember when they played the Chargers, they ran it down their throat. So, I think they're putting maybe too much on Dak. That could be it. It seems weird. Even if they put a lot on Dak, you don't expect them to struggle in this way or just not look to be, like Nikki said, in a rhythm at all. I don't know if maybe it was the injuries that Dak – suffered throughout the year with the shoulder to start and then the calf muscle because maybe he's not practicing as much as he would that could be a lack of cohesion that can cause that Um, but she's definitely right they don't look right and their defense is better but it's not a defense that's made to carry an offense Uh, and if they're not able to get it together they won't be able to beat the bucks packers those teams uh in that type of way because they're just not on that level offensively so I think that is definitely a, a good concern it's the right concern to have uh and for me man how with them looking like that it still wasn't a game like, yeah. like wow. Washington they they didn't really fool us it just was weird that they was winning games and I, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, and this, they, and some, they got fighting and that's the thing they're hogs yeah, that team will fight. They fought back into this game, kind of. It wasn't really like you ever thought Dallas was going to lose. But they fought back into this game. But, yeah, they're just not Heineke, man. I tried to be like, T. Henny, he's going to be that guy. Yeah. He's not that He's not that guy. Uh, he's not, <laughs> yeah, he has, yeah. He, has, he has those weeks sometimes where he's there. But, like, against Dallas, he was horrible. Uh, and yeah. it's weird, though, to watch this defense is playing better since they lost Chase Young. 
Um, but that team just is, you, you would say it, they're Fugazi. Yes. <laughs> Bring on the Fugazi Fugazi. Bring it on, baby. That's right. And speaking of which, bragging rights and crow bites, Steve, this is all you. Fugazi is going to be coming up soon, but take it away, man. <laughs> yes. So in bragging rights and crow bites, this is where we get the chance to praise what we did correctly and brag about it. But we also have to be realistic and eat some crow about the things that we got wrong from the previous week. So this week, let's start with Jay this week. What are your bragging rights? Fugazi Raiders, as always. <laughs> we have to start off with them. Five and two, now they're six and seven. Whoop, right up yours. I told you, everybody, all right? So Whoa, I, well, right up Well, not you guys, not you guys. <laughs> talking to the Raiders. I love you. I would never do that to you. What are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on, brother and sister. I'll just destroy you if you guys beat me in anything. No problem. Wow. Wait till we get down the road. We'll see who wins what and what, okay? We still got more to go over here. But I did go Lone Ranger on the Falcons over there, and they helped me win a teaser this weekend with the Chargers also winning by at least three points as well. So that is my bragging right right there. The Falcons, Lone Ranger, and I picked them also in my teaser. So bring on the little bucks. Beautiful thing. Okay, now nah, that's a really good bragging right. With the Raiders, we got to talk about it. How you mm. go and stump on the logo oh. and, then, and then be down 35 at halftime? Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Like, oh, my God. And, like, usually me and you don't see eye to eye when it comes to, like, this type of stuff as far as taunting and people, you know, doing being right. petty. Uh, right. But I would lean towards your side on this one. It's disrespectful for you to go out there and be on somebody's logo, have the meeting there. And then if you're going to be that petty, you got to back it up. You can't just get better way out the gate. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. the game was never close. No. So, yeah, but this, I felt, I found it disrespectful and I'm glad they got whooped on and the Fugazi Raiders are just proving that you were right about them all, all along. Yep. I told you all again, yeah. five and two, six and seven. What happened to you? <laughs> Probably going to lose again every game of the season. Fugazi Raiders City, man. Yeah, again, yeah, Nikki, that is, you know, forget about the whole taunting part. Like, like Damien said, you back it up. But honestly, you shouldn't even be doing, you're in no position to go and do that. It's not like you're in the hunt for like a real wild card position and you're chasing the Chiefs down for first place. It's a bunch of nonsense. I thought that was so stupid. It's not like it really made me mad or anything. I just thought it was dumb on their part. Yeah, it was dumb. They look like idiots, look like fools. And and listen, yeah, look in anything in life, you're gonna be petty, right? You're gonna run your mouth, you're gonna be petty, better back that shit up, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sure. No, you definitely have to back it up. And someone who always backs up their pettiness, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what are you bragging about today? Uh, well, we mentioned the Rams. I'm bragging about sticking with my Rams, my my faux second team. It seemed like this week, you know, everybody wanted to just start writing them off and it was going to be an upset, which we know I don't like the word. That word is just thrown around so, so loosely. I hate it. Um, but everybody just wanted to go away from the Rams. But I maintained, I still think they are a contender. I know everybody wants to be a hater. OBJ looks good there so far. Um, Stafford. I still think he's got one of the best arms all time. All yeah. time. Yeah, he does. So everybody else wants to be a hater. I'm not going to be like that. I stuck with the Rams. Paid off for me this week. Yeah, nah, it was a great pick. They played very, very well. Uh, Odell Beckham looking good. Yeah. With, <laughs> yeah, with the Rams. So Playing with COVID. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the next day, test positive. Jeez. So hopefully, you know, he's vaccinated and come, can come back soon. Uh, but yeah, now they look great. You definitely made a right call on that deep throw on that play action bootleg. Whoa, whoa. yeah, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, dude, Damien, the, he rolled all the way to the left side, his non throwing side, and it's not like he even really positioned himself so much yeah, to throw yeah, the exactly. ball. He freaking whipped that thing 60 yards in the air clean. I mean, one of the best throws I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Yeah, it was absolutely nuts. Uh, Beautiful play call, but even prettier throw um, from Stafford on that one. Like, absolutely crazy. Yeah, so no, great bragging rights by you. So for my bragging rights, it actually ties into my crow bites. So I'm going to do a Jason. I'm going to go and tie it all together. All right. Make your round. (laughs) my bragging rights, I was right about Urban Meyer all along. Yes. When they first, yes. <laughs> when, they, war, bro. when they first made the hire, I said, I don't like this hire. Only thing I got wrong is I said he'd be out of there by week seven, which right. he probably should have been. Yes. <laughs> Before that even. Yeah. Yeah. So all the bad decisions, you think about even there's one that's like all the stuff that's happened. We forgot that he played around with the QB position and tried to act like uh, Lawrence wasn't going to be the starting quarterback for like a month. True. And that gets lost in the shuffle of everything that he's done. And the reports of him going at the assistant coaches in that way, saying like, you guys suck. You guys are the losers. Yeah. I'm a winner. Oh. Like that's wow. some, <laughs> I, <laughs> that's some straight out of TV stuff. Like that's something you see on varsity blues. Yeah. Like that's you know, right shit, man. I mean, yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah, who are you, John Voight? Like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, John Voight. That was calm good. I like down, that. Urban Meyer. Let me tell you, if somebody that is crazy talk, like yeah. you do not talk crazy to adults like that. No, and then again, yeah. no, again, he's like a rookie in the league. You have to kind of look at it that way a little bit. Right. with the veteran players in the locker room and date, like Marvin Jones, had a little spat with him. You know, they were talking about his, you know, role in the offense or whatever, and they got mad that they took James Robinson out because he fumbled early in the game and everything, like. Urban Meyer is treating a, like a college team. I mean, I think he kicked the kicker in in like preseason or something. Like he's he's just he's out. He's out of there. He will not coach his team next year. That's the thing. So will the owner eat the money? Yes, that's the big thing. Yeah, he's fucking the, rich as hell, man. He'll eat the hell out of it with a hamburger on the side. That's, that's the thing. Rich people. The reason they stay so rich, or I say wealthy people. The reason they stay so wealthy is that they don't eat the money. They do everything in their power to not do that. And you wonder if it's a point of pride with him because you think he would be gone already. So do you think it's a point of pride with the owner where he's like, I just hired this dude. I try to make, you know, I'm getting the big dude who was a legend in college, bring them in with number one overall pick. If this worked out, he would look like a genius because yeah. no one else would have thought of her hiring Urban Meyer for a pro gig. So it would have worked out. It'd been like great for him, but now it's gone completely the opposite direction. Uh-huh. You have to wonder if the owner is going to try to dig in, but he's not Daniel Snyder. Like Daniel Snyder would try to dig in and not and not you know go to the way of saying I was wrong. So but you know you got to think yeah. about this though, D. Like I, you know I'm not backing up Urban Meyer at all because his antics are terrible, but he is coaching a horrible team. Yeah, you know, that's one thing we have to just we have to put that into consideration somewhere with his coaching ability or maybe disability at this point. I don't know what you want to call it. But, yeah, his antics are a whole nother a whole nother thing. Like, it's just it, it, it's ridiculous nonsense. So I agree with that. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, it's absolutely crazy. And 
when you watch them, like I watched a little bit of the game when they played against the Rams week before, and just the little things, like so many just false starts and all the things that come with not being disciplined yeah. happen with this team on top of having a lack of talent. Like if you have a lack of talent, you have to be disciplined in your play and not create those mistakes. And it seems like just all around bad. So hopefully they can get him out of there so that they can get a real coach with Trevor Lawrence. That's probably yeah. what's most important here. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I don't know, Nikki. What what he, what D was saying. What do you think? You think he'd be out in that, out next year? Because I, I do. I think that yeah. they're going to get rid of him. I think that they're just keeping him this year because they have nothing else to do. They probably can't yeah. find a coach anywhere else. You know, you always bring up the assistant coach, and I understand that, but I, maybe he's just going to say, you know what? I'll we'll see what happens for the rest of the year, and and you know that'll be it. I I don't know. No, he yeah. has to be out of there. Like, do not. Oh, I don't know who the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is. Chad Khan. Chad Khan. Well, do not be like John Mara, who this week was like, we're keeping Joe Judge. Like, he's the greatest (laughs) since sliced bread. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Not only are you just a moron, John Mara, (laughs) do you realize that MetLife is going to be filled with Cowboys fans this week? Like, I hope it is. I hope he's so embarrassed on TV. Like, I understand owners can be like prideful and I know that it's expensive and I know they don't want to keep getting rid of coaches, but my God, if it's not working, it is not working and it's not working in Jacksonville. So you can send Urban Meyer back to where was he being polite in the strip club, as you guys call it. Yeah. <laughs> really went downhill ever since he was so polite to that young lady guy. So, oh, yeah. you yeah, know, so I think he's got it. Yeah, no, he's got to go. He is not a fit. No, he's he's not a fit. And if he was as polite as he was to that girl, to his coaches, would be in a situation. Maybe. Speaking of the Jaguars, though, this is why I have to eat crow. So last week, this is before the Urban Meyer news came out, but I was like, Jacksonville is going to beat Tennessee. Yes. I see the upset happening. Yep, you this did. is going to happen. Then the next morning, I found Urban Myers out here talking crazy to his assistant. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was horrible, upset pick. You try to go for it. I took a big swing and missed by a mile. Uh, <laughs> watching, watching some of that game, they had absolutely no chance. Because it wasn't like Tennessee was playing awesome. Like, they were no, just no. great. No, Jacksonville was just horrible. They – all the things I mentioned earlier, the false starts, the seems like they're running the wrong routes and the QB doesn't know where the wide receiver should be. Like those things are so bad with this team. It's the, you could tell the chemistry is off. I can imagine that's a bad workplace right now uh, to go to. It's yeah, it's bad. And I got to eat crow on even attempting to pick an upset with them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you gave it a try, man. That's, that's all I got to say. You gave it a shot. You never know. Football's crazy, but urban art is crazier. (laughs) <laughs> for sure, for sure. So now let's get your crow bites, Jay. All right. Um, this is this is terrible. In our weekly picks, I picked the Bengals over the Niners. And shame on me. Plus the game is in Cincinnati, and they were only favored a point and a half. So that should have been a you know a green light going off in my head right away. I should have seen that flag coming then right there. The game is won at the line of scrimmage. I know that. I preached that on the show, and I somehow forgot that when I was making my picks. After getting beat the prior week by the Seahawks, I preach now the game is won at the line of scrimmage, and I forgot my own sermon. 
I am so ashamed of myself for one thing against my team. But again, going away from what I know so much in football that you win the game at the line. The ball is placed at the line of scrimmage. That's where everything starts, and I freaking goofed on it. So shame on me. I'll do the shame yeah. walk if I have to in game. Of Let's see it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But no, nah, that's a good crow bites right there. And we all have to eat crow on that one. We all picked the Bengals. I said this about the Bengals. The Bengals are that family member that is stealing from you. Like you love them. You don't want to believe it. <laughs> and But there's something wrong there. There's the sister, you know, sister that steals from you looks correct. She dresses well. She has money. <laughs> but for some reason, loves to steal. And you just don't know what's going on. This is Cincinnati. They're stealing from us. They're stealing our hopes and dreams with this yeah. team. Because it seems like they have too much of a good thing. The running game, the defense is good against the run. They're not too bad against the pass. But then when it comes to getting that tested, 49ers are able to pass that test as far as just being more physical than them. Yep. So, yeah, Cincinnati, man, they're going to be that blind spot team for me where I'm like, they should be good. But I keep not paying attention to the signs like we did, not paying attention to what the 49ers would have their advantage in that, in that game. Yep. Shame on me. Like I said, terrible, <laughs> terrible. All right, Nikki, what are your crow bites? Oof, well, if you guys missed by a mile, I missed by several miles because <laughs> the AFC North like really let me down. I took the Bengals, the Steelers, and the Ravens. So Whoa. I have like three bowls of crow to eat. <laughs> and this division, the only thing I will say in defense is it is like they're always, that's always a tough division to pick, like especially when they're divisional yeah. matchups too. So it's not always the easiest division to pick, but my God, did I whiff on that. Yeah, usually that division is hard to pick because there's two to three very good teams. But mm -hmm. this year, this division is hard to pick because there's no really good teams mm -hmm. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. really good. No. Yeah. No. So right. Baltimore has the lead, but you don't really trust them. Right. You got Cleveland, who I know Baker right now has COVID, so hopefully he's okay. But it's not that big of a drop off from him to Case Keenum if sure. they have everybody else. Yeah. So, really. And you like you don't trust Baker. The Steelers, we damn sure don't trust Big Ben. No. So I don't know where we go in this division at all. And we just mentioned, you know, Cincinnati just being that team with all the blind spots. So this division is full of those type of teams where they should be better, it seems like. But yes. something's just not there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, that's yeah. a big and good crow bites right there from you, Nikki. Back to you, Jason. Back to you, Jason. <laughs> it's like, check over. Jason reporting from San Francisco. All right. <laughs> well, let's give a shout out to Courtney Harden over there. Yeah, number one Hi, seed. Courtney. All, right. All right, number one seed. I'll see you in the playoffs. Scott, I'm so pissed off. I had the second seed. I was ready for the bye, and I lost the last week. I'm so angry about that. But all right, third seed. I'll just have to make it all the way through like, uh, you know, the Packers did way back when. Anyway. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What am I going to do? Well, I'm going to play some music right now. Let's go now. Come on. Let's hit it. That's right. Yeah, 
time. We're bringing it to you live over here on the Third and Three podcast, where she kicks our ass, and so does Damien kick my ass every week. But you know what? <laughs> We're rolling with it, baby. Here we go. It's trick to rock around to rock around. It's trick day. Nikki, what do you got, girl? Okay. So we are keeping our holiday theme. Last last year, wow, last week, we did uh, <laughs> movies, and that didn't go over so well. So nope. this week, we are doing music, and mom jumped in, texted me on the side. She said, why don't you try multiple choice? So we're going to try multiple choice this week and see how it goes. Multiple Ooh. choice. Oh, that's okay. very interesting right there. Okay, thanks, now, mom. Appreciate it. Mom's giving us a better chance. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep, she is. She's got your guys' back. So we're going to see how this goes. All right. New cool. format. We'll see. Uh, all right. New format. Here we go. All right. I'm into it. I'm into it. So let's do it. Uh, who goes first this week? Uh, I think it's you, Jay. It is me. All right. Well, then let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> I got to practice now. Usually I just toss them at you guys. and Yeah. Right. <laughs> destroy us. That's it. Yep. Okay. So Christmas music. Here we go. Number one. The first song to ever mention Santa Claus was written in what year? Here are your options. 1882, 1875, 1864, or 1890? I'm going to go with, um, obviously I'm guessing. I'm going to go with 1875. D? Uh, can I have the options one more time? <laughs> 1864 <laughs> or 1890? I'm going to go at 1890. No, 1864. Oh. Both. I've been getting Damn. this credit he don't deserve that long. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Mom, how'd you know that? Okay. She knows everything. <laughs> That's why. Oh, I got to go to lifelines. <laughs> okay, number two. Which song written by Irvin Berlin is the best-selling Christmas of all time? Here are your choices. Silver Bells, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Jingle Bells, or White Christmas? Wow. One more time, can you say them? I'm sorry. Silver Bells, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Jingle Bells or White Christmas? I'm going to go with White Christmas. It is White Christmas. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was going to be my guess, too. <laughs> nice. It was? All right. Let's give D a yeah. point, too. No, I'm kidding. You're out. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. There are no moral victories. No, no. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that. No, there's only okay. moral victories if you play for the Giants. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, oh, there it is. <laughs> no. It is. I hate moral no, victories. You guys know that. <laughs> All right, number three, Jay. Okay. Who had the 2011 hit with the song Mistletoe? Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, Robin Thicke or John Legend? I'm pretty, I think it was Justin Bieber. Yes, it was Justin Bieber. Well, okay, yeah. Jay, bringing it. Bringing it this week. I am scared. Right. Of Study, I said. <laughs> I'm, 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 the, the nerves are working today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay. All right. I like the number, I like the multiple choice thing. I think it's you helping like a lot. Multiple choice. Okay. Number four, the co-writer <laughs> of Mariah. The co-writer of Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" also co-wrote what hit song? "I Will Always Love You," "One Sweet Day," "You're Still the One," or "My Heart Will Go On." What was the first one again? I will always love you. And then it was one sweet day. Yes. That's the one. What? One sweet day. No. D, you want to try? Uh, what's the choices one more time? Uh, I will always love you. One sweet day. You're still the one or my heart will go on. My heart will go on. Yes. No, there it goes. All right. There you go. <laughs> two to one. Here we go. Two to one. Two to one. Oh, we got a ball game, folks. Here we go. There's a game going on. <laughs> All right, D, on to you. Question one. The voice of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, is also the voice of what character? The Kool-Aid Man, Tony the Tiger, Winnie the Pooh or Frankenstein? I'm going to go with Tony the Tiger. Yes. Nice, man. Man, stick Did you know that or you just that you just shot in the dark? I was going by the voices. And I was like trying to remember the voices. And I was like, it sounds like him. Very nice. There you go. Okay. Got to use Num some Num hypothesis. <laughs> some critical thinking in there. Yes. <laughs> okay, number two. What was the occupation of the person who sung Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer? A lawyer, <laughs> a journalist, a doctor, or a veterinarian? Oh, wow. I'm going to go with a vet. No. Jay? I was going to say doctor. No, he was a journalist. Oh, wow. So he definitely recorded the situation really? well. Journalist. Yes. <laughs> okay, number three. Mariah Carey makes an estimated how much in royalties per year for her song, All I Want for Christmas is You. One million, eight hundred and seventy-five thousand. 600,000 or 725,000? I'm going to go with 725,000. No. Jay, that leaves you with 1,875,000 or 600,000. I'm going to say 600,000. Yes, 600,000. Oh, wow. Dang, that's crazy. That feeling was one of those like tricky Nikki ones where it's the lowest, where you wouldn't think it would be low, but yeah. There yeah. you go. All right. Three to two, D. Her. You got to do it here, man. All right, D. It is. It's true. Go. Mm -hmm. In Little St. Nick, the Beach Boys call Santa a real famous what? Man, dude, cat, or elf? Cat. Yes. Nice job. <laughs> yep. No Damn, did no we doubt. tie? And I didn't make a tiebreaker this week. Oh no! You got to come did. up with one off the top of your head. Oh, oh no, man. I can't. Oh, <laughs> tie? 
But like the Steelers and the Lions? Were you kidding me? Yeah, you guys. Oh, I got one for you. Okay, okay, okay. I got one. Okay. Okay. Fill in the blank. There's a theory out there that Kevin McAllister from Home Alone grew up to be who? Grew up to be who? It's, it's It's a movie character. He grew up to be somebody. What's the theory? That he grew up to be the Grinch? Nope. Oh. What's the theory on what Kevin McAllister's character became? Yeah, like he grew up to be, it's a, it's a movie character. It's like a conspiracy. Th- it's like a movie theory out there. Like he grew up yeah. to be this person, this. Okay. Somebody, another character. Another character in a movie. Yeah. Wow. Um. I just heard this yesterday, so I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> Character in a movie? Mom, you got anything? <laughs> I think I've stumped Is you my all. Here? Um, I'll say uh, I, may not, I may have to go like weird with this one. Um, screw it, because I, I, I really don't know. I, I'll just I, I'll go with Rudolph. No, the theory is Kevin McAllister grew up to be Jigsaw from the Saw movies. <laughs> oh my God! Wow, that's really, really real conspiracy. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, but good job, guys. I'm sorry we ended in a tie. I didn't think that would happen because we never okay. do. Uh, okay. What do we think? Do we like multiple choice, or do you rather just try to guess? What do you think, uh, Dick? The multiple choice is good. I think we could switch it up and have like some multiple choice and some, or yeah, fill in the blank like that last one or something like that. I, I, I kind of like that, something like that. Yeah. All right. Or you could have one where it's just throw it out there, whatever it is. You know what? It's knowledge with Nikki. It's your show, girl. So you take it I away. I appreciate feedback. It's, it's, you know, we'll try different things. Yeah, Ma said the the multiple choice definitely helped us. Yeah, there's no doubt it did. Well, it really I did. Been, I mean, we ended in a tie, so. I would have been drawing blanks all over the freaking place. No doubt about it. it really would have. So, see, uh, it helped move it along a little bit. It, it worked out good. It worked out. You know what? I'll take a tie with my brother over there. It's all good, man. We'll share the, we'll share the trophy. All right? We'll take it. We'll take it. For sure. Well, let's see who's going to get the trophy at the end of the year. First, the playoff picture as the Patriots right now. Amazing. They're two games up in the division over the Bills. Uh, the Ravens, like Nikki, you were talking about, all jumbled up there, eight and five. Cleveland, seven and six. The Bengals, seven and six. The Patri- uh, the uh, Steelers, six, six and one. Then you got Tennessee at nine and four, still looking good in the South, but Indianapolis could creep in there. And of course, the Chiefs at nine and four look to be taking this division, but we have a game that we're going to be talking about Thursday night, which is tomorrow night that the Chargers are playing Kansas City and they can have a tie for first place. So looking at these teams, do we think, um, starting with you, Nikki, do we think the Patriots are going to hold up, the Ravens are going to hold up, the Titans are going to hold up, the Chiefs are going to hold up, or do you think a team from one of those divisions sneaks in and takes uh, the division? I should probably pull up the AFC playoff picture before I actually have a discussion. If I had a pick... Where is it? If I had a pick, I think the Ravens would probably, I don't know that they're going to last. Like Lamar Jackson's out, right? It might be like, uh, what's that kid, kid's name? Huntley. Like they yeah. are just decimated. I guess if I had to pick somebody to get knocked out, 
it would be them. Okay, is this up? So is this right? It's Patriots, Titans, Chiefs, Ravens, Chargers, Colts, Bills. Is that correct so far? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. On the bubble. Browns. I just, I don't know. Take the Ravens out. Swap with one of the <laughs> Swap with one of those other yeah. teams. We'll see. I mean, D, I Browns? think that is. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, as I say, I mean, I guess it would probably be the the Brown. I don't know if the Bills can hang in. I don't really know what's wrong with them. Mm, I know. They've been looking messy. I, I, I feel like they the Bills can get it together. I think that they'll stay in there. I think the Chargers will, even if they do get a loss this weekend, because I don't believe that the Broncos or the Raiders can really do anything. And again, there's a lot of jumble in there, D. So I think if anything, that Cincinnati, even though we've been talking trash about them before, I think that they have enough players and could get it together where they could take that division. The other ones, I really don't see unless somehow the Chargers get really hot. But I think Kansas City is good enough to hold them off for now. Yeah, I think Baltimore, as far as division leaders, is definitely the one in the biggest danger. Just like Nikki said, they're decimated by injuries. And eventually, it takes a toll on you. Uh, and we saw it with the Saints earlier. It's hit Baltimore Baltimore even harder, really. But they mm-hmm. were able just to hold it off for a little bit longer. As far as a team that could come out there and like really shock and get into the playoffs, I don't see the wild cards changing. I think it stays Chargers, Buffalo, and the Colts. I just think Buffalo will get the sixth seed and the Colts will get the seventh seed. Um, but those two teams, even though they have their inconsistencies, talent-wise, I don't see how they're not able to get enough to stay in, especially with their schedules. Like with Buffalo, I think they can win three out of their last four easily. Uh, with Carolina there, the Jets and Atlanta in their yeah. last four. Yeah. So I think they get in. The oh, Colts, yeah. they, have, they have a tough one because they have New England and then Arizona. Yes. Um, yes. But, then, but then they have Vegas and Jacksonville. So you would think they would win their last two. But these first two they have could really put them in some danger. But I don't see anybody else being able to take advantage of it because you mentioned Cincinnati. We said it earlier that that family member that you want to love, yeah, you try to ignore their weaknesses, and I think their weaknesses are going to keep them out of the playoffs. So yeah, I think it stays how it is, but Baltimore is definitely in the most danger as a division leader. Yeah, real quick, you said about the Colts. You know, they got a couple of t- tough games coming up. There's no doubt, but I think people underestimate how tough they are. Like, look, they were like one in five. Like, let's not forget yeah. that. They've been on a freaking run. They've been bashing people. They smashed the crap out of the Bills, you know, played a tough game against Tampa, which they should have won, uh, so on and so forth. You know, shutting out the Texans, whatever, no big deal and things like that. But I think Indy's a good team. But that schedule, a little tough. That's why Cincinnati, maybe they can sneak in there. I don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting. But, um, yeah, the Chargers and the Bills, I think, will most likely stick around. But that seven slot could be tough depending on um you know schedule and everything but let's look at the nfc we got the cowboys as nikki hates is at nine and four they clearly have that division right now after beating washington packers definitely have their division at 10 and three there's no doubt about it damien unfortunately the bucks absolutely at 10 and three have the south and the west it could be the rams you know they just got a win over the cardinals they're one game behind them let's see what happens you know going forward deandre hopkins is probably out for the rest of the regular season. That's definitely going to change the way that they play offense. They've been running the ball great. That's what I love about Arizona. James Conner, Pittsburgh, he almost have forgot. This boy can run, all right? So he's been putting it on D 
defense is big time. So they're dynamic. There's no question about it. But when you're missing a guy like Hopkins, that's big. So maybe the Rams overtake it. The 49ers right now are still in position for a playoff spot. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings looking kind of on their way out a little bit, but they're in the hunt. Then there's the Atlanta Falcons in the hunt. Um, the Saints, uh, yeah, they're still in the hunt. Something could happen over there. But who are the three other teams going to be? I mean, the Rams, I would say definitely. The 49ers, I can't say definitely, but I do like them. And I'm looking for another team. I'm like, I wonder, is it Minnesota? Is it Atlanta? I don't know, Nikki. What do you think? Could be Washington. Could it be could Philly. be. It I mean, could be. That's fair. You know, we'll see. I think, uh, what, Eagles and Washington, Washington play this week, week right? Yes. So yep. that might be a determining factor. Minnesota has the Bears. They don't think that that's going to be an easy game for them by any means. And like Great. I said, Minnesota is like my falling house of cards team for me personally. I think they just – Minnesota's just won way too many. It just comes to, down to the wire with them way too much. They let teams hang yeah. around. They can't seem to close it out. I'm not saying Washington is is better or the Eagles are better, but, you know, I think that they – I don't know. I mean, Minnesota could fall apart, and I could see one of those teams just kind of jumping over them. Yeah, and, you know, uh, D, the way that I look at it, if you're going to be a playoff team, then you're going to have to win some of these tough games going forward. So – yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to be Washington going forward, like Nikki's talking about, Minnesota, the house of cards, Atlanta. I would be shocked if they got in. I don't think they're I good enough. Who's staying in Atlanta? Like, I, six and seven right now. That's yeah, okay. Right there. They're still in the hunt. Yeah. It's so yeah. it's because of that extra game. God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's a like screw up theory, everything. I guess like a four win team could probably get in, right? Like, yeah, I, really, no kidding. I mean, what's <laughs> just going to happen going forward? Really? I have no idea. But I don't know, D, right now, like the 49ers and Rams look pretty good right now at this moment. So who would be that third team? Would it be the Saints, Falcons, Minnesota, Washington, Philly, if they beat uh, Washington this weekend? I don't know. Who do you got more faith in? I'll have to have the most faith in Philadelphia. Yeah? Uh, yeah, looking at their schedule, okay. I, don't, I don't believe in Washington at all. They get Washington twice in the last four weeks. Uh, you have the Giants there in the middle of the Washington games. So yeah. they could easily win three straight. Um, but then they have Dallas to close the season. So hopefully for them, it doesn't come down to the last game. Because if Dallas is still trying to get in position for a top seed or anything like that, they're not going to sit anybody. And I definitely see Dallas beating Philly. Uh, but because of that, I got them getting the last seed. I got the Saints falling just short, mm. being able to maybe win three their last three games. But because Philly has a tiebreaker because of the head-to-head win. Right. That's right. That was an important game. It's amazing how you think week five, week eight, you know, what's these games count, you know, head to head games count big time. They really do. Yeah. I, I really don't know who that seventh team is going to be. And I'm praying that the 49ers don't fall off over here. Obviously I want them in, but um, I think, I feel like Minnesota is the most talented team, but like you said, they just can't really fix it all and put it together. So this is going to be really interesting going forward, guys. Definitely. We're going to have more to talk about. Um, the thing with the Cowboys and Philly, if Philly does get in that position and the Cowboys, let's say they're automatically stuck in the fourth spot, they're not going to play anybody. So Philly would probably destroy them yeah. and maybe take right. that last, you know, that last seat. So that's an interesting point right there. It's very yeah, possible. A, a very good. Uh, that's a very real possibility as well. Yeah. Right now they are the one team that's leading a division that's not 10 and three in NFC. So exactly. You see them being stuck in that fourth spot. 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that may really bode well for Philly. So that's a very interesting point and something we're going to have to look at. So, yeah, Philly, they're going to have to put it together. And there's been a lot of talk uh, lately. You know, Jalen Hurts, is he the guy? We're going to find out now. All right. We're going to find out now. Are you really the guy? Are you going to take your team to the playoffs? Are you going to do it? So here you go, big man. It's not impossible for them. It's really not. It's no. not impossible. It's not like they have a really hard schedule to finish out the year. So, I mean. Yeah. And they're they're a great running team. You know, I mean, they, Miles Sanders gets hurt every other carry, but they're still a great running team. You know, they really are. If they, if they, if they stick to the run, they seem to not. And Philly's problem, and they do this all the time, is they sleepwalk through, like, the first three quarters, and then all of a sudden they wake up in the fourth quarter and they want to, you know, hang, like, 40 points on you out of nowhere. Which, I know. It's crazy. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. So they're kind of weird like that, but they do that all the time. And my thing is, like, they should just stick to the run. I mean, I hate the Eagles. I hate the Cowboys. I don't want to see either of them <laughs> succeed, but right. it's, you know, inevitable. If they can stick to the run, I think they got a good shot. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to have to do. And Jalen Hurts is certainly a big part of that, you know, especially in the fourth quarter, D, like she was saying. That's when he really does go off. You know, like, we look at his numbers, he's, you know, 10 of 16 for 113 yards or something like that. Yet he puts up like 40 fantasy points because he's running all over the damn place yeah. and getting two-point conversions or whatever yeah. the hell it is. So, yeah, it is pretty amazing what he does do. So we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. And we have picks to make now, which may make the playoff picture a little bit more clear if you're listening to us because I think we're all going to have a good week. I got faith in us this week, guys. I really do. And we're starting off with tomorrow night's game, Thursday night football, the Chiefs at the Chargers, all right? So the game is in L.A. There'll probably be Chiefs fans over there. They travel pretty well, so we'll see who's got to be holding their helmet and trying to find out what the play call is and who's looking at the wristband. But I think we got a really good one. And Thursday Night Football has not been great to us. But you know what, D? we got a really good one over here, or at least I hope we do. What do you think happens? Yeah, no, nah, definitely is a good game, especially just storyline-wise. Chargers beat them earlier this year, being only one game behind them. Yeah, as much as we've seen Kansas City improve over the six-game win streak, we could see the whole story change with a win by, uh, I want to say San Diego, by L.A. <laughs> uh, but I don't think it happens. I'm going Kansas City 28-24 to over the Chargers. I just think the lack of run defense is going to be too much, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire with a big game. I like that. I think him and Williams can have big games. And I'm going to go right off with you because you said 28-24. I got a 28-23 Kansas City. I think they win on the road. I don't think the road really matters so much in that division. We've seen, you know, again, like like we talked about, uh, you know, the Chargers went into Kansas City and they won the game. So I think it's payback time, Nikki. I got Kansas City also. Uh, yeah, I have Kansas City too, and um, their defense is playing much better. They have Great. allowed 17 points or less through their past six games. Yep. So that's interesting. I do have the score 31 to 24, but with the way their defense is playing, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, chargers are held to 20 and under. Defense is playing great. Yep. They, they, they really are. That's what's turned it around because they're not putting up a lot of points, guys. You know, they're really yeah. not. You know, they're scoring 23, 27, which is, I mean, yeah, and sometimes even less than that, but the defense is holding it down right now. And that's what you want to see. Like Dallas, they had their stretch in September and October. No, you want to see in November and December and going into January, like Kansas City's doing right now. They're doing their thing. So, all right, we're all on KC with the road win on Thursday night football, which is a tough thing to do, but I think they're prepared for it as they've been champions Look, for a long time. It's going to sound like a home game anyway. 
They probably what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. They're going to get plenty of love over there in L.A. There's no doubt yeah. in that beautiful stadium. It looks like a freaking UFO. All right. So Saturday, guys, we got Saturday games now because, thank God, college football is done for like a month and a half until they decide to play again. How freaking stupid is that? Why do they wait an entire month to go ahead and play these bowl games? I mean, come on. I mean, fix your schedule. I, I don't get me started on the bowl games, okay? I mean, we could freaking sponsor a bowl game. The third and three bowl games. <laughs> you know, freaking, you know, Charmin toilet paper bowl game. Right? Game, like, I don't know, like Oatly milk dairy-free bowl game. It's always some crazy <laughs> sponsor it's like thrown in there it's like shit that oh, like man. doesn't even pertain to sports like, it is so crazy to me just can we get rid of the bowl games it, I'm sorry, the names. it used what? to be good it used to mean yeah, like or have one or two like three prestigious ones and like that's it everybody no. gets a bowl game everybody get like it's stupid like but the thing is you know what college football is just not big up here like we have right. Rutgers like we don't really you know i get like down to in certain areas like that's all they have but it's also like you already know who's gonna win i don't know i just i'm not into it like maybe have a couple bowl games but not everybody and their mother like i know crazy yeah, let me tell you something guys real quick it was um three years ago i think it was 2018 um i covered um you ready for this the Cherubundi Chick-fil-A bowl game. Like, what the hell is freaking Cherubundi anyway? That's I don't Cherubundi. even know. What I have no idea. Is but that I did get last name. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, I was I was in the booth and everything, and like we had to keep saying like Cherubundi. I'm like, what the fuck is Cherubundi? I'm like looking around at these people. And but I did get to meet um Bobby Bowden, uh, may he rest oh, in okay. peace, Monty Kiffin. So I got a couple of pictures with them because their sons were uh, part of coaching the game. Uh, Lane Kiffin was coaching um, FAU at that time. It was. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. So a little side story right there. Figured I'd throw it. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, not yeah. to derail us. I just, I. No. Bowl games get me irritated. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you. College gets me irritated altogether. But you know what? They're the ones who come up and play NFL football. So I got to respect it. I got to respect that. There you go. College uh, basketball over football any day. What do you guys say? Uh, like you I had to pick. Yeah. That's it. That's a great question, actually. I mean, because there, there is college is a diehard both ways. Do you know that? Well, that's I think it depends on the team. I really maybe do. Maybe your location. Right. Because I think like, you know, it's Villanova's local here. Seton Hall. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, in the tri-state area. I mean, it's just like I said, it's just probably bigger for basketball here. But I rather watch. College basketball and football. For me, I'm not a big college fan of either. Yeah. Like I'm just not. A, yeah, I'm not a college guy. But March Madness is yeah. so much better than the college football playoff. No doubt, man. Yeah. So for me, if I'm going playoff time, March Madness. I haven't watched the game all year, but I got to fill out my bracket. That's yeah. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to go in March Madness and go in college basketball. But regular season, I'll go college football just because certain times you get those games. Like me being an LSU guy, LSU Alabama is always big. Even yeah. though we haven't been good the last two years, it's still a game where it's like you get up for it. Everybody wants to see LSU beat them. So it's something that as far as regular season, I'll go college football. But playoffs, college basketball for sure. Oh, man. March, man. You got 80-year-old grandmothers filling out brackets. That's how crazy <laughs> it is. It's, it's amazing. That is like the best marketing you could ask for. It yeah. is. It's great. 
It, it really is great. And they had to have four games on at the same time. You just flipping channels. You know, who's that? It's nobody yeah. works like the first day, right? It's like midnight yeah. madness. Right. Everybody's got right. your brackets out. You're busted by game two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yes. shit, final four. Two teams are out in the first round. Oh god. my god, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh crazy. Yeah, so Sorry. we would definitely have this year when it comes up, we'll have that bracket on thirdpodcast.com. Yeah, and we'll have a contest with our listeners and viewers as well. On that, no yes. doubt. Bring it on, suckers! Bring it on! I don't know, <laughs> shit. and I think that works best for me because I don't know. Yeah, I, these things are crazy. That's why they call it yeah. madness. All right, March madness, sure. man. But right now we're in December craziness over here, and we have a hell of a game on Saturday with the Patriots and the Colts. So New England going to Indianapolis where Indy obviously needs this game so bad, but you know New England's going to fight, 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 and the guys, you know they want to take away your number one thing, which is Jonathan Taylor. So mm-hmm. if they take away Jonathan Taylor, they're going to be putting seven, eight guys in the box. And you got, you know, Michael Pittman, maybe T.Y. Hilton, if he's healthy out there. They can do their three tight end set. I think the Colts can overcome that if Carson Wentz can stay up and stay healthy, but – the Patriots, my God, they are just so, so tough and and so clean. They don't make mistakes. This is a really hard game, Nikki. No, it is really hard. Um, we'll get to it, but there is a game that's a little bit harder for me to pick this week if you really break it down. But, uh, yeah, of course, Bill Belichick's going to take away the run. That puts everything on Carson Wentz. I don't know if I quite trust him to like not melt down in a big moment. So for me, I have Patriots winning. I'm going uh, New England 20, Indy 17. All right. All right. Yeah, Dean, and I hear what you're saying. If if it's all on Carson Wentz, it could be a problem. But can the Patriots completely shut down the top rusher in the NFL and Jonathan Taylor? That's a very good question. Even though they're 19th against the run, I do think you got to believe in Bill Belichick. You know, he's my most valuable person in the NFL this year. And when you just, you know, you narrow it down, you know they're going to take away what you do well. That's Jonathan Taylor. So do Mm -hmm. you trust Carson Wentz, like Nick said earlier, against a Belichick defense? Right? That's my thing. He's been good this year. Wentz, we've mentioned the big-time turnovers and those big spots. But outside of those big spots that we saw, he's been really good. Yeah. Holding on to the football, not turning it over. But against – a Patriot defense. I can see them confusing them, mm-hmm. getting them thrown into coverage when he doesn't think it's there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with New England in a close one as well. I'm going 24-21. All right. And I hear what you guys are saying, but I'm honestly going the other way. And this is not- the other way. You can tell. You can <laughs> it, tell now. It's, it's not a favoritism toward the Colts because I like them. It's really not. It's the fact that they also have a really, really good defense that – yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes they don't, they don't show up, but I think they're showing up this week. They're going to be pissed off. That offensive line, I think, is going to be – I really do. I think they're going to be able to push back the defensive line, and I think that Jonathan Taylor will have a pretty decent day, and so will Wentz. And I don't know if I trust Mac Jones and that running game to necessarily stop the Colts' defense. I'm going Colts 2013. So upset, mm-hmm. whatever, yeah, I'll go and with it. The, Col- it. the Colts are favored. Uh, so they are. Yeah. They yeah, they're favored, they're favored only by two, though. But right. this is an extremely hard game to pick. It is. So part of me wants to go Colts, <laughs> but I'm thinking JT gets contained 
do I trust Carson Wentz? And that's why I had to go Patriots. I understand that. I definitely do. I definitely do. I, I think I trust him a little bit more than you guys, but I also think the fact, um, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a really good game. I really do. I don't think they can really just stop him because it's not just him. It's that offensive line, you know, led by Quentin Nelson. We got to remember that. The football, again, won at the line of scrimmage. So who's going to who's gonna tough it out? We'll find out. So I went Lone Ranger on Indianapolis. Let's see what happens over here in our next game on Saturday also. Um, it'll be the late game, I believe. The Raiders go to the Browns, who have 11 starters on COVID right now. So Baker Mayfield and, and some other guys, they got to have like two negative tests in a row in, within 24 hours and able, able to be able to come back. I don't know if that's all going to happen. We talked about Case Keenum doing his thing. The Browns definitely need this game really bad. The Raiders are Fugazi and... That's why I'm going to take the Browns. I think they just win a tough game. I think they really just grind it out. I'm going 17-16 Cleveland, D. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I actually went 21-16 All right. for Cleveland. Like you said, the Raiders, I just feel they're checked out. And Cleveland, even with all the things going on, they're still going to run the ball well. They're yep. fourth in rushing, going against the 26th-ranked run defense in Vegas. So I think that they'll be able to run the ball even with all their troubles and win 21-16. Great stat right there, and I think that's exactly it, and it's going to be a possession game, Nikki. That's what I think is going on in Cleveland, I think, takes it at the end. Do you think the same? What do you think? Oh, yeah, I have this uh, game, Cleveland 24, Raiders 20. I just the Raiders are, like, on their demise at this point. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if they give a shit anymore after that after that beat down in Kansas City and embarrassing themselves in the middle of the field. So, yeah, I think they're out. Check out, peace. You're out of here. So, all right, we're lucky to be at Thursday, Saturday games, and then, of course, Sunday football, which we all will love and wait for. We can't wait. We wake up. We have our coffee. Watch, you know, a little bit of shows in the morning. Get ready. Make our picks. Do our little fan duel or draft kings. Get our playoff uh, fantasy picks in there. But we got the games to watch and the games to pick. And Nikki's Giants are hosting them freaking Dallas Cowboys. This yeah. week. <laughs> Why? So, Why do we have to start with this? Well, because it was the first game on the chronological order. That's how I go. I I, I have no control. What app that. are you looking at? The NFL. <laughs> oh, okay, it's not first on the ESPN app when you just go down. That's oh, okay. fine. That's fine. We can go there. Let's hey, do. Well, let's get yeah, it out of the way. There you go. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Just let's get this damn thing out of the way. All right. Look, freaking cow. We'll save you for last. So D Cowboys going to the Giants, who are in despair right now. But again, the Cowboys. <laughs> we were talking about their offense. We're really not getting it together. So can the Giants' defense stop them? What do you think, D? No, I don't see the Giants' defense being able to stop them. I think this is a get-well game for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, there's a reason they won 44-20 to earlier this season over the Giants, and the Giants yeah. seem to be worse from that game. Like, they're not any better now. So I'm going yeah. Dallas 35, Giants 21. Clank, clank. Oh. 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 Nikki, I'm sorry. I got I, I got to follow him with the lock right there. I got a 24 to 10. I'm locking it in. I got Dallas. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Uh I will not lock a division game, especially <laughs> in my own division. I try not to lock division games just because you really you, you never know. I don't think the Giants are going to win. Uh so I have unfortunately Dallas 32, Giants 21. And not that I'm encouraging all Cowboys fans to go to MetLife, but if you are going to do it, this is a week to do it. Please do it. Please send a message to ownership and to John Mara and to Steve Tish and the entire front office that you're all morons 
Okay. <laughs> no business owning this team, running this team. Uh, so yeah, please, if you were going to make a statement, let's do it this week. All right. There you go. All right. We're all on Dallas as well. All right. All right. Moving along. Let's do it over here. Ah, the Texans at the Jaguars. Let's see if lightning strikes twice for D if he's got the balls to pick the Jaguars. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I think they're so, I think they're so pissed off at their coach and everything that's going on. They're just going to say, fuck it. Let's go on the field and let's beat the shit out of these guys. I think the Jaguars actually win this game over the Houston Texans at home. 21, 14, Nikki. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, I I do not. I literally <laughs> don't care about this game. Nobody uh, does. I yeah. I think it's just going to come down to like who's messier. Uh, I don't even think like Urban Meyer cares at this point. So I'm going to go Houston. Houston 24, Jacksonville, I don't know, 21, something like that. Sure. Yeah, give him, give him a couple of points. Yeah, sure, I'll give him a couple. Yeah, sure. You know, whatever. Something will happen. Maybe a field goal block. Who knows? All right, D, who's going Lone Ranger? Me and Nikki, what do you got? So let me pull out my notes on this one. Oh, ah, whoa, whoa. Dissertation here. Oh, uh, no, sorry. No. I, didn't, I, didn't write any, I didn't write any on this game. I didn't write oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, I'm going Houston 20, Jacksonville 19. No particular reason, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's because. You gotta pick yeah. somebody. So. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the two worst teams in the NFL, actually. I mean, they, they really are. They're probably the two worst teams in the NFL. And uh, yeah, just speaking of which, uh, power rankings are out on third and three podcast.com, guys. It's my power ranking, so it's not on Damian and Nikki. They have their own. All right. But uh, mine are out, and Green Bay still sits atop over there. The Patriots are in there. I still like the Cardinals a lot. But um, yeah, we'll talk about that another time. I don't need to get into that now. We're picking games and we're moving that on was- to. Such a professional plug right there, Jay. Thank you. I appreciate yes, it. Thank that you. really was. I got to give it to you there. <laughs> Transition, you know, that's how you do it. Tip the hat, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, so go check that shit out and tell me if you agree or not. Anyway, all right. Our next one, Titans at Steelers. Okay. This game is really interesting, guys. D, because, all right, the game's in Pittsburgh. Always a tough place to play. Um we think that they can run the ball. Sometimes they throw it well. Sometimes they play good defense if T.J. Watt decides to play in the game. I don't know if that's going to happen this weekend. Tennessee, Foreman running the ball pretty well. Not too bad. Um, we saw Julio Jones have an impact again last week, you know, catching again, albeit against the Jaguars. But I think this is a really, really tough game to pick, and it might be one of those grind-out games. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, now this is an extremely difficult game to pick because – like you is teams that you just don't know which way they're gonna go either way. Um I so, hear you. but I'm gonna go Tennessee. Okay. Uh just because even with the absence of Henry, I think they could run the ball on Pittsburgh, especially like you mentioned, TJ not being someone who you can count on hundred percent of the time to be healthy this okay. year. So I'm gonna go Tennessee twenty four, Stillers eighteen. Okay, I like a close game. Um, I got a close game, too, pretty much. I got Titans winning this one. I just think that they're overall better, and they'll be able to win at the line of scrimmage. Uh, again, you know, I can say that a lot. But I got them 26-19. Uh, so I got Tennessee uh, with D over there. Nikki, what are you going to do? Yeah, I think Pittsburgh is on life support. I learned my lesson last week. I'm not going to pick them. Uh, I'm going to go Tennessee 28, Pittsburgh 24. And I think – Let's not underestimate. I know that that whole area just got ravaged by a tornado. So I think that they're going to be probably juiced up to like bring a win back home for their state. So 
Interesting. Interesting and tangible stat right there. I like it, Nikki. There you go. Using that brain over there. No wonder you're in charge of shit. I love it. That's why she's the boss. She is the boss, baby. All right. We have our next game, which could be another freaking snooze fest. The Jets at the Dolphins. So the Jets coming on down over here to Miami. I'm actually going to the game, guys, as a matter oh. of fact. We'll be there. We'll look for you on TV. I will oh. not be on TV because I don't think I have good enough seats, but I'll try. <laughs> no. Get, are you going to hold up a third and three poster? Yes. I, you know what? That's a great idea. And everybody wondered, what the hell is this guy doing? And then for, all of a sudden, everybody's going to be looking up third and three. That's a, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Guys on camera over there in Miami, can you hear me? I will be in the game holding up a sign, all right? And I am picking your Dolphins and locking it in 23-14. I'm locking in Miami. There's no way the freaking Jets are going to beat him. I know it's a, it's a division game, but – Miami's trying their best to possibly make a run here at the playoffs, and it's still possible. We'll see what happens. So I like Miami in this game, D. So last week I had the pleasure of finally watching the Jets for a whole game as they played the Saints last week. Right. (laughs) How fun was that? (laughs) Yeah, and I've learned that they suck at pretty much everything. They are (laughs) – yes, they are very, very bad. Uh, Zach Wilson, you hear the term a lot now – doesn't make the layups, right? Yeah. And it comes to yeah. him making the easy throws, ones that should be right there, for some reason can't make them. There were so many plays that they left out there on the field where they could have got some type of yardage. Saints defense played very well, but they definitely just handed the Saints three and outs with missing easy yeah. plays. Uh, defensively, you know, they once they tried to hold up for a little bit, but our physicality was able just to overtake them. They don't do anything well. So with all that being said, <laughs> playing clank, lock it in. Oh, <laughs> Miami, Miami 27, Jets 10. D and I are on the same page over here. We both locked in Miami and Dallas. So we both got Miami in this game. Can the Jets possibly come down from East Rutherford and make it in Miami in this beautiful weather we have over here? Could be raining. Who knows? Because anything happens down here. It might be a hurricane. I don't know, Nikki. Just got a chance. Uh, no, the Jets have not won in Miami since 2015. So, Is that right? Wow. Yeah, no. Well, I, uh, I don't trust the Jets uh, <laughs> at all. I guess, you know, Jets fans, hey, if you're going to lose, you know, Miami's a good city to, like, you know, drown your sorrows in. So there are more <laughs> places to be. And yep. you will lose uh, Miami 28, Jets 17. Just wear your damn mask when you come down here. If you're going to go out, wear your mask, all right? Because you're all on a plane. Everybody's getting COVID all over the place. Please help us out over here. All right? that, just like out. a normal cold, too. That's going around lately. Everybody's getting like, these, like regular colds. So, like, everybody wash your hands and, like, be hygienic. Uh, I'm, right now, I'm all fucked up. I Honestly, I feel like shit. The only reason I'm going right now is because we're talking football with you guys. Otherwise, I would be sleeping in my bed. I swear to God, I don't feel good at all right now. All right. But maybe Philly, Philadelphia Eagles feeling good. They got the home game uh, with Washington over here. It's a freaking huge game for both teams. Nikki, I know you've been high on Washington. Can they go into Philadelphia and beat them? So this game is the one that I said was the hardest one for me because, like, on paper. Like, I had a feeling this was. Yeah, it's kind of even. Um, so you have the third – let me see, Washington – Oh, what? Wait, where's I have this really good stat. Okay, so no, I lost. Just like the Bengals, I had this really I good. Know, I had it. I okay, <laughs> so Washington is the third worst in the NFL in giving up yards per game at two hundred and fifty nine. 
Um, but the Eagles, they have the third fewest pass yards in the NFL. Right. So I do think that's an interesting dynamic. Like we said, there's about nine teams that can maybe take this spot. So two of them are going head to head. Um, Heineke's with the knee problem, right? Jalen Hurts with the ankle. I don't know. Um, I guess due to availability, Washington has a bunch of people on COVID. I'm going to go Eagles 22, Washington 19. All right. Nikki's going Philly and well thought out over there. I like it. They are at home, so that definitely is an advantage. Hey, can you let uh, D back in? He just oh, shoot. Like he's back in. Oh, my bad. My bad. Hang on one second. Yep. Of course, we got the D. My bad. You in? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, cool. I'm say no problem. I don't know what happened. My neighbors up top are rather heavy steps. <laughs> <laughs> And they came stumping in, and my internet just went out real quick. Oh, jeez. That's what I'm afraid of here. I feel like lightning is going to strike the window behind me at any time, and then that's it. It's all over. Freaking Florida crazy-ass weather. My God. Wow. All right, so you're back. That's a beautiful thing. Nikki's got Philadelphia in this game, and uh, she well thought out plan over there. I like it. Um, You know, you're making me thinking about this game, Nikki. I'm still not sure which way I'm going, so give me a minute, D. What do you got? I'm going Philadelphia. Uh, mm. She mentioned that Washington isn't that good against the pass, but Philly isn't good at passing. So it's right. going to come down to a pretty good run defense for Washington going against that first-ranked rushing attack for Philly. Yeah. Uh, and I think that Philadelphia's rushing attack will be able to prevail against Washington's defense. So I'm going Philadelphia 22, Washington 14. Okay. All right. All right. So, God, this is such a – it is. It really is the hardest game to pick on the schedule. I agree with you, Nikki. And I've been thinking about this back and forth, and I look at the Eagles, and I see that they can't put a full game together. I've seen Washington do it. Now it's been sporadic and everything, but I feel like at the end of games, when it comes down to it, Jalen Hurts can do a lot, but I think that Washington – has that ability, ability like team-wise, to move the ball down the field. Now, I'll see if Terry McLaurin is going to be healthy this week, but I think a lot of it's going to go on Antonio Gibson. I think both teams are going to be running the ball. This game may take an hour and 45 minutes, and it might be over because I think we're going to have a lot of running. <laughs> and I think Washington is just a better team. So even on the road, I'm going to take him. So I'm going to go Lone Ranger on this one, guys. Ooh. I'm going to take Washington. Yeah. Yeah. They've been playing really good ball lately for the most part, for the most part. You know, you beat the Fugazi Raiders 17-15, you know, whatever. But a win's a win. A win's a win. All right, so I'll go Lone Ranger over there. And our next game is the Cardinals at the Lions. Oh, this should be a whole lot of fun, right, D? Uh, clank, clank. Yeah, right. <laughs> Locking this in. Cardinals, I'm going 30-10 to 10 over Detroit. Man, let me just follow it up. I don't even have anything left to say. Even with DeAndre Hopkins out, I'm going Cardinals. Clink, clink. Me and D have the <laughs> same exact locks this week. I think it's the first time that ever happened. Nikki, will yes. you join the party? I'm joining the uh, locking party. Yes, I All am. Right. Arizona 34, Detroit. I, I don't think it matters. I don't know. <laughs> or something. Maybe. We'll see. I got a 30-17 Cardinals. I'm going to tell you guys a really quick story. So the year that Jared Goff and the Rams went to the Super Bowl against the Patriots. I had a conversation preseason. I said, I don't believe in this guy, Jared Goff. I'm like, I just don't think he has it. The two people I were talking to were saying, oh, what are you crazy? No, he's a tall guy. He's got it. This, that, oh, we're not number one overall pick. I'm like, all right, we'll see. So he's having that hot year. You guys remember, like the first half of the season, 
Rams were amazing. That Rams-Chiefs game was like 55 to 52 or whatever the hell the damn score was. And then they fell off. And Jared Goff kept falling off and falling off and falling off. So I saw these same guys a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, well, what do you think of Jared Goff? Now? <laughs> yeah, what do you got to say now? <laughs> yeah, I won that argument. Even They went to the Super Bowl that year, so they were in my face big time. And I had to eat a whole shitload of crow. There was no doubt about it. But I, I was looking. I'm like, look at the guy. It's He's not really there. He, he was throwing – he just was. So anyway, that's a side story, but uh, – Jared Goff, good luck with the rest of your career in Detroit if that's what's going to happen. You probably end up going to, like, the Texans and X or something like that and just ruin your career even more. All right, so we're all locking the Cardinals, which will get us to our next game, the Panthers at the Bills. If the Bills lose this game, then they shouldn't make the playoffs. They should have no business being there. They should win this game by 20 points. I got a 31-13 Buffalo. They're going to destroy him, Nikki. Yeah, no, they have to, right? They got to get out of this funk. This is a good game for them to get out of the funk. They will get out of this funk. They're due for a monster game. This is the one. Buffalo 30, Carolina 22, and I am locking this in. Yeah, I thought about locking that one in, too. I'm like, oh, Arizona, Buffalo. I could have gone with both, but make it a fourth lock. What do you think, Ding? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I would have locked it in if I still had locks. Yeah. I think Buffalo wins this game pretty easily. I'm going Buffalo 27, Carolina 13. And, you know, sad to say, man, it looks like Cam Newton may be washed. Wow. Yeah. And it's crazy. That first game that he came in and ran in that touchdown pass for a touchdown, like, oh, Cam is back. He starts. He looked good for a minute, but I don't know. Maybe he need maybe he needs time with the team. I, I'm I'm really not sure. You know, it's hard for me to give up on him yet, but he's he's past his prime. I mean, that's the bottom line. He's a different guy now. Yeah, different guy. Like, still, when he does run, he looks the same as far as running the ball. It's throwing. It looks painful for him to throw the ball. Uh, so that's where I think the injuries have really taken their toll on him. It's no way he should be washed at 32. But yeah. he's like he's just not – he's nowhere near that same guy he was at MVP season. Yeah, speaking of him throwing, Nicky, he set the record. He was the first quarterback in his first two years to throw over 4,000 yards. And everybody thought he was just a runner. And then he became the MVP in 2015, went to the Super Bowl. They lost to the Broncos. But, yeah, I mean, it's just like this guy. I mean, he was uh, Cam Newton. Like, he was just an idol at Auburn, you know, winning the championship, everything. And, yeah, just, you know, it's a fall from grace. It's not that he did anything bad. It's just that I, I believe also. I just think that he's he's done. Yeah, I, it makes me sad because I am a Cam fan. I do like him. I like his game. I like his style of football. Um, it just had, yeah, no, just not right. He's not right. And, uh, it's sad. It makes me sad, especially like when a great player, you just, I don't like to watch the demise, right? Like you guys all remember watching Peyton Manning at the very end. And it was like, I don't want to remember one of the greats like that. And Cam was great, you know? So it's, I just feel like, like big Ben, like you should have hung it up a couple of years ago. Like, I just don't like to see great players go out like that. Yeah, like we were talking about last week, you know, it's tough to see great players that want to stick around and go to different yeah. teams here, there, and everything. It's yeah. like, no, like Michael Jordan, don't go play for the Wizards. Please don't oh, do no. that. Uh. Yeah, it's stuff like that, man. I get it. But um, all right, we're all on Buffalo over there. Next game, I think this game's a really tough game to pick, too. Bengals and Broncos. The game's in Denver. They both obviously are hunting in the playoffs right now. They want to make a run over here. Um, Cincinnati seems to be the better team, but the game's in mile high. So does that make a difference, Nikki? What do you think? Yeah, this one is tough too. And it 
it's not a playoff game, but it sure feels like one. Like it <laughs> feels kind like of atmosphere. Yeah. 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 I it think definitely, it's definitely a playoff type game. It really, it really does. This is definitely another hard one. But if they can, if the Bengals can just put this game in the hands of Teddy Bridgewater, force a couple turnovers, force some mistakes, then I think they can do it. I'm going to go Bengals 27, Denver 24. Okay, so a close game. She's going with the um, – yeah, this is one I thought hard about. And I think because the game is in Denver, I'm going to give them the edge over here. I think that – you know, they try to make it a time possession game. I don't think Bridgewater is going to be throwing anything crazy downfield. I think it's going to be seven to 10 yard, you know, intermediate passes, you know, keep the game flowing. Let uh, Williams run the ball. If Melvin Gordon, if he can stay healthy, he'll run the ball as well. So I think they beat them that way with the run. And Joe Burrow, we know he's got a, you know, a pinky injury right now. And their defense is just not playing up to par. And their offense, I, I just don't know if they're going to put up enough points this week. I, I got the Broncos winning this one. And if you want to call it an upset, I don't know. But I got Denver 20-17, to 17, D. I'm not mad at that pick. I understand your reasoning. But I'm going Cincinnati again. Favorite sister. Been stealing stuff out of my house. I'm not willing to accept it. <laughs> but I, know, right? I, think, I think Cincinnati in this game has the right formula. They are fourth against the run. And you just mentioned, we know Denver wants to run the ball. Yeah. So I think Cincinnati has the defense built to stop them. And because of that, I got Cincinnati 24 to 20. Okay. All right. Let's see if Vic Fangio changes up the game plan, um, especially in the offensive side. Maybe they will throw the ball a little bit more. But I don't know. I, I got faith in Denver in this game. Cincinnati's just, you know, wishy-washy. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, let's get to my game over here, the 49ers. We got to beat the freaking Falcons, man. The game's in San Francisco, and Atlanta just seems to give us a hard time, and it really pisses me off. And, D, I know that you despise. Buys the Falcons. I'm one step behind you. I just freaking hate them so much. They just seem to give us problems. But the 49ers cannot let that happen this this week. You know, we're pretty healthy for the most part. We're getting guys back on defense and everything. 49ers got to win this game. They got to beat the Falcons. They're a better team. Run the ball down their throat. Throw it to George Kittle. Let Debo do his thing. 49ers 28-20, D. Yeah, I'm right there with you. 49ers can't lose to... The Atlanta Falcons and the 49ers are going to use that uh, physicality. I got 49ers. I'm going to go 27 to 20. All right. So we're pretty close to score right there. I got 28, 20. Nikki, what do you say? Um, yep. I'm taking Sam Fran this week and I am locking it in. Nine Atlanta 26. All right. That's what I'm talking about right there. Lock that shit up. 49ers, baby. Woo. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, their division foes are facing off as the Seattle Seahawks, which have broken wings, are going to try to fly into L.A. and play the Rams. The Rams, Nikki, your team, are yes. they going to beat the Seahawks in this division battle? Yes, they are. They have won four of the last five. I think that continues. Rams 30, Seattle 22. All right. All right. D, what do you say? Yeah, you have Stafford and that golden arm going against one of the worst pass defenses in the league. So I got to go with the Rams in this one. I'm going Rams 28. I think Russ can cook up a little magic, but not enough. So I'm going to (laughs) go 28 to 20. Yeah, okay. All right. There you go. Yeah, Russ can do his thing. He's got to find DK Metcalf. Metcalf is getting pissed off. He's going to have to change his hair color again in order to figure shit out. I don't know what it's going (laughs) to be. Uh, I'm definitely with you guys on the Rams over here. Seattle, their defense, no good. The Rams are going to do whatever they want. Sony Michelle will have over 100 yards this game. 
Um, and they're going to pass the ball as well. I think that they take control. But uh, Seattle will score like some lazy bullshit touchdown at the end of the game to make it 25-20. So I got the Rams. I'm with you guys. We're all together on that one. And the Rams making their playoff push. And, uh, yep, they should do it by beating Seattle this weekend. Here's another game that is interesting. It'd be a little bit more interesting if a certain quarterback was playing. The Green Bay Packers got their quarterback, but the Ravens are not sure if they do. They want Lamar to play so bad, but it looks like it's going to be Huntley. The game's in Baltimore. We know Baltimore is just completely banged up. D, is Green Bay going to take advantage of that on the road? They are. Uh, I mentioned <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned Stafford going against one of the worst pass defenses. You got Rodgers going against one of the worst pass defenses. Yep. Uh, he's going to eat them alive. I can see him having like 330, three touchdowns. Like it's going to be a rough one for that defense. So I got to go Packers in this one. I'm going Packers 30, Ravens 20. All right. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think that, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a huge game. He's going to be somebody you want to pick up in DraftKings or FanDuel this week. It's going to be a monster thing. You know he loves to throw the ball, but A.J. Dillon will grind it out at the end. Green Bay's winning this one, no doubt about it. 34-14, to 14, they're going to kill him. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, yeah, no, Green Bay is, is going to have have a day. I do – you know what's interesting? I know they don't know if Lamar Jackson is playing – uh, this does not change the fact that they have Green Bay 31, Ravens 24. But did you guys know that Lamar Jackson has never lost to an NFC team? He is 12 and 0. That I had no idea. Wow. So, not that I think that changes anything. I just think that's an interesting stat. I think it is too. I think that's an amazing stat, actually. 12 and 0 against the NFC? Wow. Yeah. He's never lost. What, they play the Lions freaking 12 times? <laughs> <laughs> the hell did that happen? Holy shit. Okay, well, hey, Lamar, hey, we know Lamar is amazing. Well, and you that, know, the NFC is not really, like, prepping for him, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, you're not. Yeah. That's a good fact. Okay. not really playing, yeah. you know, like the AFC, you know, they kind of, like, got his number a little bit, especially his division. So, I mean, That's I can see point. that, but. Yeah. it's a good point. That's definitely a good point. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. preparing for a guy like that is almost impossible. And then when they usually have their running game going and doing their RPOs, like forget about it. It's just like yeah. your head is spinning all over the place. But they ain't got those guys right now, Nikki. So you going Green Bay also, you said? Yes, yeah. All Green right. Bay 31, Baltimore 24. All right, all right. That brings us to our Sunday night football game where Damian Saints, who Ooh. always beat the Bucks in the regular season – are going to Tampa to play him again. D, we'll save you for last. Nikki, what's going to happen in Tampa Bay? Are the Saints going to march in and do something? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mar Saints go marching in, and Tom Brady wants his revenge because he is 0-3 against them, right, ever since he yeah. got to Tampa Bay. So I think this Except is – the playoffs. Yeah, and I think this is, uh, this is his revenge game. Tampa Bay 33, New Orleans 21. I think that they're going to be so well prepared. I think Tom Brady is coaching the team this week. He does <laughs> not He does not want to lose to New Orleans again in the regular season. No. That bothers – trust me, this is pissing him off. Oh, yeah. This bothers him a lot, a lot. He won't let it happen again, D. I'm sorry. Tampa's going to win this game. I got it close, though, because Saint, the Saints just play this team really well. I do have it close, 27-24, but I do got Tampa. Yeah, no, I definitely understand why you guys are going with Tampa. It's we don't have enough offensively to keep up with the Bucks, and our strength right now is running. 
with Kamara being back, Taysom Hill basically yeah. being a running back who can throw a little bit. You got to go. <laughs> and we're running right into their strength, their run defense. Yeah. It's, this will be a time for us to be able to pass the ball. This will be a classic Drew Brees week going against that secondary where he yeah. will eat them alive and, you know, playing zones and stuff like that. But we don't have that type of quarterback. So because of that, I'm going Tampa Bay in this one. But I do think it's close. Our defense is still very good. It still gives Tom Brady trouble. So I'm going yeah. Tampa Bay 24, Saints 20. Yeah, there you go. Drew I think it's Brees was playing. I would take the Saints in this one. I probably would too. Yeah. You know what? If Jameis Winston was playing, I might take them also. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. You guys know I'm not a huge fan yeah. of Winston, but yeah, the passing game is going to be vital here. That's why I'm thinking like Trevor Simeon should maybe play or something like that because you're not going to be, Kamara's going to have a really hard time running the ball, obviously. Yeah. But you put Taysom Hill in there, let's see, you know, well, let's see. Maybe they can make it a game. All right. You know, Dean, we, we got it close, so we'll see. But we're all on Tampa. On this Sunday night football game. So this brings us to Monday night where Nikki, you were alluding to the Vikings playing the Bears earlier in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The House of Cards over there, the Bears, mm-hmm. they just don't look good right now, obviously. But um, you know they're gonna play. Their their coach wants them to play. I don't know how much he gets them hyped up. Maybe it's more the players that get hyped up, but sometimes they play tough, sometimes they don't. What do you think happens Monday night? The House of Cards falls on Monday night. Um, Kirk Cousins is one in five as a starter against the Bears. I think that it's going to be a nail biter because every freaking game with the Vikings is a nail biter. Like I said, they can't close it out. Everything's always going to overtime or a missed field goal or something crazy is happening. Um, I think it's like a Justin Fields game winning playing hero to um, give the Bears the win. I have Chicago 26, Minnesota 24. All right. I like it. I you know, Damien, I got to follow up. I'm with her. I like Chicago in this game. Again, Minnesota, they just can't seem to put it all together. It's going to be that cold Chicago bear weather over there. So Minnesota's got to go out of their dome and play in the elements. So is Davin Cook going to rush for big yards? I really don't think so. And then that leaves, like you said, Kirk Cousins, who's one and five against them. Yeah. I got Chicago. I think they make some magic. Mm-hmm. I think David Montgomery is so underrated that he can run this ball and run this ball and run this ball, and they can take time off the clock, and they can win the game that way. 18-17 Chicago. D, what do you got? Mm. Uh-oh. Oh, he's yeah. going on Ranger. Yeah, on Ranger! <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm going long range on this All one. Right. I'm going Minnesota. You guys know how I feel about Minnesota, but Chicago, I feel even worse about them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like they just, I just don't trust them at all. Naggy, you don't know what he's going to do, if he's going to come with a good game plan or a bad one. Yeah. Have they checked out as far? Because he was supposed to be fired at Thanksgiving, according to the rumors. And now he's still there. <laughs> Is he, you know, just a, just a, you know, a dead coach walking? You just... It's too much going on, so I'm going to go Minnesota in this one. Okay. But I do think it's a good game. Minnesota 24, Chicago 16. 24. All right, so Minnesota. Look, they are the better team, I believe, but sometimes the better team doesn't win. Let's see what happens on Monday night. All right, you're going Lone Ranger on that one, D. Those are our picks for week 15 as we got Thursday night. We got the Chargers and the Chiefs in L.A. We got Saturday games. We got Sunday games. We got Monday night football. Oh, my God. This is a beautiful time of year. Christmas is coming. whole bunch of great things, just like our freaky fantasy football draft. And we're going to do it again week 15 as we roll with tight ends. We've been doing it all year. How has this been happening, Nikki? I don't know. But I will tell you this. What? We won again. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, wow. and yes. 110 points. 110 points she puts up. Damien, you All also right. did really well. 100 and I'm sorry, 100.1. You know, I do all everything right. over here. I did not have that great of a week. I went 74.3. So you guys kicked my ass, but Nikki, you won again, which means you get to change the rules. What do you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I told you, I literally don't know how this game is played anymore. I have no clue. You, know, yeah, sure. you, know, you win every week now. You know. Sure. How do you play this freaky fantasy? That I don't actually know. <laughs> I know. I really don't. I know we've been doing it for two years now, right? I just don't two yep. seasons. I don't know. I don't know how the game goes. Well, I'll tell you what. You go first because you won. That's the way I see it. Okay, fine. Winners go first. I'll take it. Listen, Winners go first. I like going first. I like being the leader. I like. There you go. I know. Losers ball out. That's what I'm talking about. All right. I like I have to rein it in. You know, it's a bad habit. There it is. I want to go first. Told you, line leader was the best job in elementary. <laughs> there you not go. Messenger, not announcements, none of that. Line leader first. That's the leader. That's right. Follower. Here okay. we go. Let's Follow see what happens. Me. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? I will, uh, fine. I'll go first. And speaking of Aaron Rodgers, I have not taken him. So Ooh, I'm going to grab him this Wow. Good save. 15 weeks into the season. That's a nice yeah. job out of you. Ooh, I did a nice job too. I'm not gonna lie, but D, it's uh, your turn. Oh, that was a good pick right there. So I'm gonna go with if it. Okay, I guess we can switch it if it happens. But if it's Case Keenum, I'm gonna go with Case Keenum against Vegas. Okay, and we can switch it. Obviously, if that is the case, there's no doubt about it. We definitely can switch it. That is allowed on Third and Three Podcasts because we make our own damn rules, and you'll have to live with it. Because Jason <laughs> said so. All right, here we go. I get to make two picks now. I am going to take, I saved him all year, and this is a perfect time to play him. Your boy, Matthew Stafford, against those Ooh. terrible defense right there of the Seattle Seahawks. Nice. I will take that one. Very nice. My first pick. And my second one shall be in this Thursday night football game. It's going to be a tough one, and the Chiefs defense is really good. So I'm not going to take that guy. I'm actually going to take somebody else. I'm going to go Antonio Gibson against the- <laughs> <laughs> Strike that. Yep, forget that. Screw that idea. You know what? I'll take my running back. So I'll take uh, I'll take Gibson. Um, I think I'll have a big day against Philly. We'll see. It'll be an interesting divisional battle. So those are my first two. Damien, you get your next one. Uh, give me Sonny Michelle. Oh, right. oh, oh. Like that. I hope he does great, man, because he's in my playoff team. I need him to do great. So <laughs> I expect I like it. Nikki. In my own league, I didn't make the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens to the commissioner. They get screwed out at the they end. They do. I have commission leagues, and you literally get screwed. And you don't forget, you had to host us and, like, navigate <laughs> and facilitate and give yep. us time when we weren't paying attention. So That's right. You yeah. did a hell of a job, man. You, you definitely did. did. You I are a hell of a job. Uh, no, uh, no good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> I guess so. You better start prepping now for next year because you know it'll yeah. be a hot mess. <laughs> right? Figure it out. Put it out, man. It was a good, it's a good league. We'll see what happens. We'll talk about it definitely as we go down the road. But um, all right, so D, you got Michelle Nikki. You get two picks now. I get two picks. Okay. I am going to grab David Montgomery. 
Shouldn't have said your damn name. I should have shut no. my mouth. Hey, listen, I have him on my I know. Team. I have backups I know. in case you guys take him. Stop. Nikki, I know you're smart. Stop. I know you're smart. I know. Stop right there. And <laughs> you can give me Jalen Waddle. Oh, okay. That's a good uh, one. Yeah, against the Jets. Okay. I like that. That's yeah. pretty good. All right, D. Keenum and Michelle. Uh, speaking of going against the Jets, give me the Dolphins defense. So I picked them yet. Ooh, that's no, you haven't. I actually know that I was looking through it earlier. Nice. Dolphins defense. Oh, nice. Good Good call right there. I like that. All right. An early one too. Two picks left. Okay. Um, let me see. All right. So I got Stafford and Gibson. I also like this week. Yeah. I had Montgomery in there. Maybe I should have taken him. I'm kind of mad at myself right now. Um, the guy who really screwed up last week and um, may have caused Pittsburgh the game, Chase Claypool. Yeah, I know. He really screwed up. But, um, man, the Steelers against Tennessee, I think they're going to be able to throw the ball to him. He's that downfield guy. He may be able to do a couple of things. You know, I know it's weird, but I'm going to take Claypool. Mm. Our wide receivers are running out a little bit. So I'll take Claypool and I will take in that Philly-Washington game, I'll go on the other side and I'll take Dallas Goddard. So those would be my two picks right there. I got one left. I'll be last. Uh, Damien, you're next. Uh, give me A.J. Green. Okay. All right. Stepping up without Hopkins. Good call. That is a good call. Not bad. I didn't think of that. I wrote A.J. Hopkins. I'm such a moron. AJ. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hybrid player. Don't you oh, guys know A.J. Hopkins? Come on. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, that guy had, had 20,000 receiving yards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, my brain. I don't know what I'll do with it. Nikki, all right. You got Rodgers, Montgomery, Waddle. Great start so far. You might be going for three weeks in a row over here. You got two picks to close it out. Tie it in in defense. What you going to do? Uh, this is where I'm really, like, bottom of the barrel here. We need you to uh, mess up. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I guess I will take Tyler Higby. No, he's um, on the COVID list. I don't oh, know. Oh, he's on the COVID list. Okay, thank you for that. Well, you know, so what we'll do is if you want Higby and he's playing, we'll put him in. So we'll, okay. we'll do your backup tight end now if you want. Okay, how about uh, Tyler <laughs> Conklin, I guess. I'll take Conklin. Okay, all right. It's not a bad pick, actually. And you get a defense now. Oh, um, I haven't taken the Green Bay defense, so I'll grab them. Very nice. Oh, man, it looks like another winning team. This sucks. Damien, do something over here, man. You got to pick a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I see so... how it is. Rooting for D. I know. Uh, <laughs> when girls beat you, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> and have girls beat us in sports stuff that's not allowed anymore. <laughs> Oh man, hilarious! Um, so for my tight end, I am really <laughs> reaching with this one. Who came up with the tight end? God, you God. fool! No, I know. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with veto that next year. <laughs> I'm going Ricky <laughs> Sills. I'm gonna go with Ricky Sills Jones for Washington. Woo, man! <laughs> He's so desperate he went after a guy with 14 names. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. Well, let's see. Washington, Philly. We got a lot of people from that game over here. All right. I got to close it out with the defense. And I did save this defense for a while. And I'm glad I did. And they got this game. Like I said, we all think that the Bills are going to crush the Panthers. So give me Buffalo's defense, baby. Oh, you haven't taken them yet. That's amazing. Not yet. Not yet, because they were screwing around in the middle of the season. I wasn't sure what the hell they were doing, but I feel confident in this game. I do. That rounds it out. All right, so I got Stafford, Gibson, Claypool. Why? I don't know. All right, Dallas Goddard, Mm -hmm. Buffalo Bills. D, you got Keenum, Sony Michelle, A.J. Hopkins Green, Ricky Seals Jones Jr., captain. You got the Dolphins. Nikki, you got Aaron Rodgers, David Montgomery, Jalen Waddell, Conklin, and the Packers. So there we go. They are freaky fantasy, freaking whacked out teams for the week, <laughs> week 15. And we've been doing it all year, picking different players every single week. We cannot pick the same players. It has been tough. But even with that, Nikki, you still managed scoring over 100 points. Damien, same thing. So let's keep it going. Keep it rolling. Yeah, was- you guys want to do kickers next year? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yep. Kickers, you know, backup quarterbacks we'll put in there. Why not? <laughs> Anything. But, you know, it hasn't been that bad. It really hasn't. Yeah. We, I mean, we've been reaching a little bit, but sometimes it works out. Now, our, our tight ends have been giving us like 8.8 points, you know, a lot. But yeah. if the other guys step up, then we're all good. You know? Like, I want, actually, I want to look before we close out because we're going to get out of here. Your guys' teams yeah, from last hungry. week. Yeah, I'm thinking about for dinner. Yeah, like, Nikki, you had Justin Herbert. He had 41 points. I mean, that's mm-hmm. sick. Fournette mm-hmm. had 24 points. Tennessee's defense, you lucky dog that you are, 31 freaking points. And that's also why I lost in the freaking damn so game. Tennessee was up so against me. Man, I just love when D wins, you're home. <laughs> the weeks that I win – is like Hulk smash over there and Miami, <laughs> wherever you are, Palm Beach. Like it is like ridiculous. I'm not telling you where I am. I'm scared to death of you. You're gonna come find me and kill me one day. <laughs> I'm scared, man. D you had Murray last week, Kyler Murray 45.4 points, Devontae Adams 29.1, Seattle's defense 12. I me, I just you know, I had Kirk Cousins 27, Clyde Edwards Hilaire did okay with his couple of touchdowns, 16.2, but really nothing else. So yeah, you guys over 100, and let's see if we can keep it rolling, man. We've been doing this for 15 weeks now. Crazy. Yeah. And we got more games to go. So this week we'll find out a lot about what's going to be going on in the playoffs, and we'll have more to talk about with it next week, Nikki. Yes, we will. Hopefully I come back with another win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shall see. We shall keep see. that crown in place. I almost feel like it's a th- like I, I I win the weekly picks. Damien kicks my ass in knowledge with Nikki, and then Nikki <laughs> wins the the fantasy thing. We got to like switch this around. We, we got to do something over here. Yeah, it's, it's becoming way too repetitious. All right, and yeah. I don't know how the hell this is happening. But the best happening. switch will be for Damien to win all three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Make him happy. There you go. Let's go. That's it. Oh man, you see, we need that trifecta coming. That's very very rare. But we'll has see. anybody done that? Has anybody gotten all three you did, yet? You did it one time. Who, me? Yeah. I did? Yes. Oh, shit. So did <laughs> I. I, I did it once oh. also. I okay. thought Damien did it. I thought we all did it once at least. Oh, I know okay. I did once. And it was um, it was this year, actually. Oh. It was this year. But, hey, whatever. It don't matter. The record's the record now. I'm in third place. But hopefully I'll be in first sometime next week. So that is the show for today, guys. Third and three podcasts before we go. 
Go to thirdandthreepodcast.com. Check out the action. Check out the power rankings, the articles. See if you agree, if you do, if you don't. I'm the sports prophet, Jason Fearman. Check me out on Twitter. Here's my girl, Nikki. She's going to tell you what's up. What is up is follow me on Twitter at Nikki Nick 9384. Got to get in on the reality TV tweets. Again, we got Below Deck. We got Real Housewives. We got Salt Lake City. Uh, we got, if anybody doesn't have Peacock, go ahead and get Peacock because you've got Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Real Housewives of Miami is premiering on Thursday. At some point, Bravo will pay me for these plugs that I do for free. So... Mm-hmm. Jay, you know what? Maybe you need some housewives in your life. Yeah. <laughs> Even D watches Below Deck because he'll be out there retweeting me, liking it. I see it. D is married. He's forced to watch Below Deck, okay? That's no, the reason. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't watch like the movies my husband watches. Like I don't watch The Matrix. Since you're not you're the woman. You're the one who's in control. You're the boss. We have to watch The Notebook because of you guys. Like I, I don't know. watch The Notebook. Good for you. Good yes, for you. I'm, All right. I'm happy God. for your husband that you don't force him to watch. I don't the force him to watch hopeless anything. romantic movies. <laughs> I don't watch not, romantic movies. It's super no. not realistic. Yeah. He's hanging on a roller coaster. I right? know. <laughs> Either that or cheesy ass Christmas movies that we couldn't figure out last week. You know. All right. So <laughs> That's your own watch. damn fault that you <laughs> don't know Elf. Like everybody knows that. I'm awful. I am. He made too many movies, man. He's done. He's done. Will Ferrell. He's out of here. Just like the Raiders. Fugazi. It's done. D, tell him what's up, kiddo. Yeah, before I get to me, uh, Nikki, uh, my wife had me watching Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. Yes. I told you. Thank you. <laughs> What'd you think? A woman's in charge. It was, I thought it was good. I thought it had some good moments. I like how, uh, who's the one who won the competition? What's her name? What competition? The when they had the thing with the, they won the free weekend after playing the games, uh, one from Atlanta, she won. I can't remember her name right now. She's a super dramatic yeah. one. Yeah, Kenya. Teresa. Kenya, she won, and then she gave her prize to the one from New Jersey. I think Teresa. Oh, Teresa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's super- looking at me like, yeah, this fucking asshole knows what he's talking about. But then when mom comes in, then it's all good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was. So it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a good show. Yeah, and they, you know, it was okay. For, <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, my wife loves that stuff, man. I got to get you guys on a podcast together. Yes. Uh, but good idea. when you're not watching reality TV with Nikki, go ahead and subscribe to The Real Deal with Damian Adams podcast. I dropped a new one this morning. It's a boxing episode. Uh, and I'm going to get back to doing three episodes a week. It's really hard to do, but I want to get as much content out as possible and really be able to do the best content possible. And that's why I'm doing the episodes on each sport. So go ahead and subscribe to The Real Deal with Damian Adams. Put the full thing like a pimp name slick back. The yeah. Real Deal with Damian Adams on all podcast platforms. Uh, and for me, follow me at The Real Deal, WDA. That's The Real Deal, W as in whiskey, D as in delta, A as in alpha on all social media platforms. Uh, mostly on Twitter. That's where I interact. Um, but you'll get some funny videos on Instagram every once in a while and TikTok. And with TikTok, I'll sometimes do the videos where I'm doing like analysis of a boxer or something like that, or even football plays where I'm doing a voiceover and I'm doing a kind of uh, analysis on the video itself. So you can check me out there. So the real deal, WDA 
on all social media platforms. No doubt. And it's amazing that you can still make boxing interesting in an age where boxing has just fallen off, man, completely. Mm-hmm. So you still, yeah, you got that gift, brother. And I love it. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. No, beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, you do it. Get them articles on third and three podcast.com. That's where you guys got to go. That's where the show is. That's where everything is. Me, and vote me and for me. us. We have, yes. the, we have the voting up the podcast magazine, hot 50. You can yeah. vote uh, one vote per IP address every day. So that's right. So get yourself a shitload of emails and keep yeah. voting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, we all appreciate you hanging in with us. Third and three podcast.